I want you to succeed at things that you never thought were possible, and I want you to fail at things that you never thought were possible. But I just want you to take that failure and move forward. and welcome to the Imperfect Podcast. I am your host, El Ray. Um, it's been a great week. It was a great Sunday service. If you guys didn't tune in, I definitely recommend you listen to that. Um, as we go forward, we're going to do a couple fun episodes with a little bit of information involved in it. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, talk to some people from different countries, get some different perspectives on kind of what we think, because that's what I want to do, kind of move around and um, see what other people think about what's going on here, what's going on around the world, what's going on with, you know, stuff like coronavirus and, and so on. Um, before I started my podcast, I was asked to be on a podcast, and it was actually one of my guests tonight, Roberto Moreno's podcast. And after it, I said, you know what, I'm just going to do this shit myself as well. And then and then he said, hey, I want to be on your shit. And I said, well, I booked the shit out so far that it's going to have to be at this point because everybody kind of said, oh, I want to be on it, I want to be on it. And we went like that, but... Um, I said, if you're going to be on it, then you better bring your shit-talking brother, Renee Romano. <laughs> so, <laughs> my two guests appreciate tonight, it, appreciate it. Uh, Roberto Moreno, Renee Moreno, uh, you're going to have a hard time telling them apart. So, if you're on the Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any podcast without the YouTube, I don't know. We'll try to differentiate them for you. But if you're on the YouTube or on the Facebook, you'll be able to see um, kind of who's who and go from there. But how you guys doing tonight? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. So put it this way, I'm just going to throw this out there. Now, I'll just do this once for the people listening on the Spotify and and the, the Apple, like you're saying. So this is, this is Robert talking. See, our mom would actually, she gave up on guessing after a while when we would call home and say, like, who's coming home at this time? This person's over here. I'm at this guy's house. I'm over here. So, like, after a while, my mom would, like, she would hear us talk. We're like, okay, mommy, we're going. Everybody was like, who's this? Like, oh, it's Theo. They're like, oh, okay. And then she'd hang up. But, like, it's not just you. It's everyone. Even our own mother cannot tell us apart when we talk to her on the phone. Even when Mind we're you. talking to her, she'll call us. But She calls me by my brother name. She's like, listen, Renee. I'm like, what? She's like, oh, yeah, you sound the same. Shut up. That's like, a, okay. That's a mother thing, so that, that always happens. But we're gonna. <laughs> you guys are going to be battling voices. You guys are going to be battling Costa Rican Wi-Fi, as you see Renee's little small box right there. But... We're going to battle through it, get some good information out, um, talk some country shit, talk some movies, some travel, some unpopular opinions, because I have plenty of them, and damn sure Renee does too. Um, <laughs> but I mean, as far as you guys go, um, and I guess we'll start with Renee first, while, before he completely disappears into oblivion with that internet box. 
Um, <laughs> give me a, like a, a quick background on like where you guys are from. I know you. We talked before, Robert, on your in your saying Canada, but like where you grew up, where you moved, when you moved, um, and where you've been along the way in your journeys. All right, how you all ended right. up where well, you are now. I'm a, I'm a little international. I was born in El Salvador, and uh, right, actually, I believe the year that the war that the war started, 1977. So we lasted about what, maybe five years, and my parents were like, "Nope, let's go." So we left the three of us, and we actually landed in Yonkers, New York. Mm. If you can believe it, Jadakus? my father, my father, sorry, that's a Jadakus, New York. Yeah, Jadik is New York, exactly. <laughs> DMX New York. <laughs> and um, my, my father had a best friend from high school living there at the time. He still lives there, to tell you the truth, to this day. And we got there, and this is obviously from my mom's mouth, I don't really remember it, but we got there, she said we lasted two days, she saw the, <laughs> she saw the borough, and she's like, nope. I have a brother in Canada. So two we up, days? That's how we ended up in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, two days. Two days. Were you there for this, Roberto? <laughs> no, I wasn't even I wasn't even thought of yet. <laughs> You're younger than him? Hell, yeah, I'm older. I'm six years older. What? Six years? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, holy shit. Yeah, man. I never even six yeah, I fucking you years. I had no idea. <laughs> I thought you guys were like those brothers that were so close that so damn. I'm thinking no, like, yeah. Roberto's going to have the older brother opinion. <laughs> yeah, God damn, we got to count on Renee. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, we got to Toronto and uh, we, we settled in, in the north, what would it be? Northwest end of Toronto, a city called Brampton. And we stayed there, finished high High school, went to college, um, got a first job, and this guy down here actually left the country first. Yeah. <laughs> my parents, uh, my when my grandmother died on my mom's side, she left us some, some property and stuff, and one was like a coffee plantation. And he got it in his head that he wants to be a coffee plantation dude. So my mom actually sent him to Costa Rica first. The land and I was Costa Rica. Yeah, it was, he, was, he went straight to Costa Rica. I went to Costa Rica to study because it was a lot safer than El Salvador to go study. Mm -hmm. So it, because we had a couple connects here, she was like, okay, I can send you to a family and you can go there. Now, the idea was cool. And like what I said in the pre-recording, the pre it takes a while for me to just kind of do it. So like once I saw like what I had to do, Oh, I, I, no, it didn't happen. I, I went, okay. Listen, me and TT <laughs> did the shit, like, a couple months back. We were at the Starbucks farm. We was on that shit picking beans for an hour, and we only had, like, goddamn 20 beans, and they were talking about it takes 50 to make one espresso. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah. I can see what that like, is, but, I mean, even that type of land, so you, the land, you're saying, was in Costa Rica? No, the land? No, the land was in El Salvador, but... Because obviously uh, agriculture and nature is different from North American boreal forests to jungle down here, my brother had to come somewhere around here to get the to, to study the actual difference and oh, make the, I see you. Make so the I, when you said study, grow. I thought you meant like study in school. I didn't know you meant actually study the 
what you had to do as far as the the, the coffee farm. You should have told me. Man, oh, he was like on his knees and stuff in the ground. <laughs> I, 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 no, I, I, me, we legit did the shit like a couple months. We were we were at the Starbucks farm in Costa Rica. They brought us to the mm-hmm. tour. We were picking coffee, and they were talking about how they move people from actual place to like like the pickers there in Costa Rica. They live on that place, and then they move them wherever they're picking coffee next, and then oh, they yeah. have their they're kids truck, live with them. Truck loads, truck loads. Oh yeah, it's that place is is absolutely fucking huge. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so so he was down there for like two or three years or whatever, and um, he called me one day. He's like, "Yo, man, it's been like X amount of years because I believe I was in Montreal for a bit too. I was all over the place." And um, what he's like, "Why don't we why don't we meet up?" And I was like, "All right, let's meet up in El Salvador," because uh, just at that time, my parents, the hard workers that they are. The uh, they just built uh, our beach home that we have there, mm-hmm. our rancho. So I was like, "It's just built, man. Let's go." So we met there, stayed about a couple of years, and then he convinced me to come to Costa Rica. Ah, ah. That, that's how I got there. <laughs> so in your fifty years of life experience, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roberto. As far as like the countries and the states that you guys have been and that you've seen, what's the difference um, that you've seen from you know country to country as far as like maybe healthcare, education? I know we spoke before and you you said you haven't seen any like types of or experienced any type of racism. I'm sure Renee has a, a different take on that, but we'll start with you on mm-hmm. the answer of kind of what you see country to country, um, like the Canada, the El Salvador, Costa Rica to U- United States. Okay, I'll I'll put that like this because I don't really know numbers, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna explain it in like personal experience. Like this is how I felt the different cultures being born in Canada, raised in a bubble, in the suburbs. Like you know what I mean? Like what I said, no no homeless in my hometown until I like left at like twenty something. Like it was clean, it was boring. Then I went to then I came down to Costa Rica, but. At the same time, when I came to Costa Rica, it was my first time leaving the house. So I kind of went a little Charlie Sheen down here. So I didn't really, <laughs> didn't really focus too much on the culture. Yeah, you see any homeless there? But when I got here, like, there was no cops on the corners. Everything was a lot more free. Uh, it was a lot dirtier as well. You know what I mean? Then, like, the people coming from Canada and them being here, and I also spent a little time in El Salvador before, the people here, were they were a lot more Americanized for me because they can mind their own business. They just kind of, you know what I mean? They don't necessarily have to talk to strangers or anything. When I was in El Salvador, I'm kind of like my dad. I'll, like, look at people and just say, what's up? Like, instead of giving them a mean mug... Instead of being stupid like that, like if someone's like staring at me, I'm like, what's up? And then like it just kills all tension. If there if there ever is any, which I don't think so, it's just like, hey, what's going on? Why are you staring? I got no beats. So here they they love to stare and shit. Like the funniest Tico fight I've seen was in a bar that uh, the guy starts pushing the other guy. So one of the guys just say, you know what? I'm not gonna waste my time. Punches the guy in the face. The guy gets punched in the face. Says, "Why'd you hit me?" He's like, "What?" He's like, "You're supposed to push me back." He's like, "I got no time for pushing." Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like that's the type of shit that I saw here. I was like, "Wow, that's different." Going to El Salvador, and then 
<laughs> being very gullible and like just not too street savvy at the same time when the guy's like, hey, let's go to a Wachapan. And when everyone says no, and I'm the only idiot that says yes, you wonder why I'm the one that says yes to go to this town that nobody wants to go to. So when we where where well, hold one, on where is that town? This is El Salvador. Okay. This is El Salvador. This is moving to El Salvador. Sorry, because like that's what I saw here when I went when I go to El Salvador. People are a lot more open. They're a lot. They're not. Just, yeah, they're almost. They're nicer. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll greet you for no reason. Sit, stop, and talk to you. That, not so it doesn't you know what's here, well? That, but, it's crazy you say that because like. Costa Rica's voted the number one nicest place with the nicest people in the world. Um, but obviously your perspective on that is different because I think people just come... Tell me the differences like, specifically of why you feel that um, El Salvador is different in terms of the people in Costa Rica. Okay, I'll say it like this. I have, I've literally done this. I've walked down the street, said hi to 10 people in Costa Rica. I get three highs. In El Salvador, I get nine. Like they just they won't they won't just ignore me or think that I don't know most, I guess most of the times I'm wearing big jersey and shit that I'm trying to do something to them you know what I mean like I'm not trying to I'm, I'm the last person anyone should ever think that <laughs> but like just walking walking around here I can say hi to a bunch of people I do not get any responses back you know Salvador I can say hi to whoever and they'll at least smile and nod and keep going like they'll at least acknowledge that okay I heard you. Here they'll fucking they'll just walk right past you, guy. Get out of these are the. Uh, I don't even care that I live here. It's, it's the Swedes of Central America. There's nothing wrong here. There is no poverty. Everything's happy. Everything's pura vida. Everything's great. Nah, be. <laughs> I don't know. I'm falling for that shit. Though. I mean, I see. What it's, it's it's like a bit. It's like a the difference between you know the Northeast and and down south. Like down south in, in the United States is like that. People say hi and shit. Um, I'm from Boston. People don't say hi, but in Boston, we're not voted the number one nicest people. We are assholes. <laughs> we know we're assholes. People know we're assholes, and, and that's how that goes. But exactly. um, how about you, Renee? As far as your experience from from country to country, um, I mean, I'm way more traveled than my brother, anyways. Yes. Uh, for judo, I've traveled almost around the world, except for Asia, I guess it would be, and. Um, Every country is different, right? At the same time, like my brother was saying, he pointed out a good thing about Hold El Salvador. On a second. Motherfucker, you went everywhere but Asia for judo? What are you, the fucking perfect weapon? Some white American guy in a karate movie? I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I don't know how, but yeah, yeah. For what yeah. was I? Minus, minus 60 kilos and then minus 66 kilos as a, as a senior. So yeah, 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 but that's a different story. But anyways, um, so every country's different. Every country has their goods and their bads and whatnot. And in every country, you can have the potential of violence, just like you can have absolutely nothing go wrong in El Salvador, and you can get mugged in Paris type of shit, you know? Yeah. But generally, talking about Central America, I guess you could say that Costa Rica, just like my brother said he lived in a bubble in Canada... Costa Rica lives in, in a little bubble here in Central America where every other culture has not only had a revolution, but they've t- definitely had a war and are more desensitized and shit. So 
people that dress like thugs or people that look sketchy to them isn't as bad in in Guatemala, for example, mm-hmm. as it is. Okay. So, I mean, I know, uh, Roberto, when I was doing your show with you, you said that you, Renee, one time uh, ripped up the Bible and used it to smoke weed. So <laughs> that would lead me to my next question of... Um, as really? far as religion, what do you guys really <laughs> believe in as far problem? as religion? What, what was that? What's your, the question? What are your religious beliefs? Mine? Okay. This this is my whole thing on religion because Mitzi, she's super religious. Super religious. She knows all the songs, all the chants, and all that, the that's your wife? scriptures. That's my wife. Yeah. She knows it all inside out. And she's really tried to get me to go to church and do that stuff. But this is the thing, okay, I feel like me and God are cool. Like, I, I try to be a good person. I try to follow, like, you know what I mean? I don't do bad to, harm to others. I try to stay on my path. I, I don't wish anyone any, uh, any harm in any way, nothing like that. But I just can't trust the word of man who's telling me, do this and this and this or you're going to hell. Or this and this and this, and this is how you get on the good braces. No, no, that's all of those rules are written written by man. If God is real, which I do think He is, because I do believe in a higher power, I don't think that His whole thing would be okay. Well, you have to follow these rules to be someone good. I think someone good would just be someone that you know. What I mean, just all we can really do is live our life not harm others don't don't try to steal from it like i understand the commandments stuff but that's just like it's almost like common sense you're not supposed to steal you're not supposed to kill you're not supposed to fucking screw your neighbor's wife like it's not things you're supposed to do <laughs> yeah but i mean that you're talking about i i get what you're saying but that's that's common sense but you still had a framework behind believing that common sense and that's what you don't realize like for instance a sociopath it's not common uh-huh. sense to them <laughs> That's, true. <laughs> That's very true. Now, another thing is the whole. It's just I don't know. I have too many questions. Where the priest, I don't think they can give me the answer. I don't think it's that like where it goes. And I, I say that in the sense of if I get into something, I like to know the ins and outs. Like being, uh, I'm not trying to just switch the topic, but being a coach. When I decide to be the coach, and I love being a coach. I read Steam playbooks, uh, how to like. I went crazy into it. So when I when I actually tried to be with Mitzi and and ask questions about religion, it's like it's almost like an auto dial where they just go to a book to quote it. I'm like, yeah, but what about this? I don't ask for an example because I swear to God, I'll draw a blank. But <laughs> like, I'll be like, yeah, but what about this? Like this? And she's like, oh, well, it's said in blah 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 I'm like yeah but like I'm trying to think of it as as a reality like it's happening now like it's not just oh Jesus walked on water like what if it's something else what if it was more just him preaching God and telling people to be good and obviously like I wasn't the agenda that the Romans wanted th- stuff like that like I don't All know right, too- stop one second because your ass is rambling too much about red dots. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Renee is going to be a lot more concise with this being the elder. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what my point is, my point is this. I 
do not trust. Like it's too much bad with the Vatican for me to start believing people from there and saying they know the word of God. So that's why I don't like church. That's why I don't like that. But I do believe in God and I try to be a good person. That's ah, where I stand on. There it is. Look at that. All that's what we got to. <laughs> no, what you don't I'm, I got I'm looking at these live comments. I'm gonna have to turn them shits off because Ralph just try, tries to make me fucking laugh with the shit that he says. One being is he saying Misty or Mitzi? <laughs> the other one saying <laughs> cavemen just decide to stop raping and killing everybody out of the blue because of their natural morals. <laughs> so Renee, religion. <laughs> wow. How much time you got, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Not as much as we use for fucking Roberto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's sum this up, I guess. Um, for me personally, in my actual view, I'm pretty much like my brother. I'm spiritual, definitely. Uh, it's you know, it like can't be. It can't, sorry, sorry. It can't be too that much of a coincidence that all of this has happened. You know what I mean? Not even just the earth. I'm talking universe and all that stuff. <clears throat> it can't just be a coincidence. But religion itself is, to me, guidelines, max, max. I personally now believe that Jesus was just a man. Definitely. Like, back in 1982, back in 1991, the Vatican itself was repressing a lot of info once the internet fucking exploded they couldn't stop it so now that's where all these alien ancestries and stuff like that are coming into fucking play but regardless uh each one i believe has good things to say the buddhists uh the the quran itself the bible but you've got to take it with a grain of salt um heaven and hell to me, does not exist. That's a metaphor for sure. Uh, to keep people in line, that's a archaic, like, dark ages type of fucking trick to keep people in line and stuff. So your and belief is what? Huh? What is your specific belief? What do you believe? What do you wake up every day and believe? That there's a God. That there's a God? Is, is they? Huh? You said that there's a God, but just obviously yeah. not falling subjective to all those man-made rules? Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. You, you try to live like a good human being, obviously, but for me stealing a Snickers in, in 96, I'm not going to hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> that dogma that dogma crap doesn't fucking fool me. For sure. Um, I Obviously, I forgot this, but for everybody that's watching, um, make sure you just, that you subscribe on YouTube. After listening to a recent Joe Button podcast, I might just completely drop Spotify soon just because of attacking people's creative ability. Um, obviously, I'm not as big as his podcast, but at the end of the day, it's all about art and preserving our minds. As you see the shirt, exactly. subscribe, motherfuckers. Exactly. Do it. Subscribe <laughs> right now. Watch it on YouTube because if you don't, you won't be able to tell these motherfuckers' voices apart. So, <laughs> I talked a lot last episode it's um, funny. with our guests about basically unifying minorities and as far as obviously Roberto not understanding that there is racism in the world yet, <laughs> come on down to Florida, buddy. <laughs> uh, what do you guys consider yourself as in terms of race? Because I can tell you right now, Roberto, you come here, your ass is Mexican. And it doesn't matter where the fuck you're from. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, um, <laughs> and this is Roberto. It's going to talk, everybody. Um, what do you consider yourself as in terms of minority? Do you just consider yourself a Salvadorian? Yeah, I'm, I'm Latino. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm in the group. I'm a Salvadorian, though, always. I, I was born in Canada, but I, just like most immigrant families in the house was all of Salvadorian all day, every day. Like, the times I was being Canadian was outside, inside, yeah, the streets. just pupusas. Casamiento, platanos. And whenever you went to the hospital, the you needed that health care. Yeah, oh yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Break my arm, have no money, walk out. I'm not day. El Salvadorian anymore, I'm Canadian. Canadian, <laughs> son. <laughs> on the paper, What about you, Renee? Oh, I'm definitely Latino. Uh, even, even in Canada, I was Latino. Um, spoke... When my friends would come over, I'd speak to my parents in Spanish and to them in English. You know what I mean? What, what they say, what they say, and vice versa. So, yeah, 100% definitely. Always that's a, been brown. That's a perfect answer because actually my next question is, what type of parents did you guys have? Because the way that you guys oh. think is a lot different, especially in the case of you, Renee. Roberto's a little bit more reserved and traditional, except for his <laughs> first uh, year in Costa Rica. But... um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how were they? were they like are they heavily religious did you have to argue with them about like knocking religion down no I'll no I mean be real fast I'll, how about this I'll take uh, I'll take Foppy you take mommy alright alright so my dad my dad was real was real easy he was always the hard worker he was always working uh, I've, now now that he stayed with me I got to enjoy him a lot more and like talk to him and stuff and laugh with him but when we were growing up, he was working what, fourteen-hour shifts, like every day. Like mm -hmm. we, we yeah, would see him when he, he was El Salvadorian, not Canadian. Oh, yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> <laughs> like every day, like they'd go to him, and be like, "Hey," and he's he's Renee Senior, right? And his dad's Renee as well. Mm -hmm. So my brother's the third. Yeah. So like he he was just always working. Uh, like we we enjoyed him, we saw him, we like watched football with him and everything like that. Uh, when it came, he was always there for punishing. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> he was always there. No, for but so way. like as far as like the thought process, where they are they are they heavily heavily religious? No, no. We we would go to church like on Easter and Christmas sometimes. One time I ruined Christmas. We'll talk about that later. But <laughs> but eat, like we would just go once like once in a while when my like when my mom's mom died like we went my our grandma we went to church but that was about it man. Does he sound yeah. exactly like y'all too? He's loud like us, but doesn't sound like us. <laughs> yeah, um, we got it from him. That's, so, that's so both of them not both of them not really religious. So I guess that's why you guys kind of yeah. My mom was kind of open minded with the religion thing, so like she believes in the shit, but always gave you the opportunity to be open minded and believe what you want. It wasn't gonna fight with you, but obviously you see a lot of situations where people are literally getting disowned by their parents because they choose to believe something different, and, and that's suppressing you down to a, a box as it is. Um, uh, Renee, this is a question for you because I got into an argument recently with somebody on Facebook and recently just found out that Che Guevara is a fucking racist. You know about that? He's a what? A racist. A rapist? A racist. 
Oh, a racist. Hells yeah, he is. He's Argentinian. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the explanation. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, what, I what totally was that? Some, that? Somebody saw a picture of uh, Mike Tyson. He has a big Che Guevara tattoo right here. Next to this uh-huh, uh-huh, I know that. Subscribe. Um, and they were like, why the fuck would he have a tattoo of him? Because he's racist. Because obviously at the time he got it, the shit wasn't out. And then they mm-hmm. grabbed, like, they got a hold of one of his journals and started reading it. And it was just like completely demolishing all Africans to completely demolishing Mexicans and talking about them in, in, in demeaning ways. So now I look at oh, it yeah. and I go, hmm, maybe there's a reason that Castro sent him to Africa. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to... I was just going to say that he went to the Congo and he didn't last like a month and a half. And in his diaries, he was talking shit about them too, about they're undisciplined and la la la. They'll never be like us, blah. They're not revolutionaries. Yeah, yeah, totally. I totally see that. Yeah, I, know, I didn't know that at all. So, I mean, as far as Castro, I know we've talked about him. And what is your take on him? Both you on guys. Castro. Yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, listen, they all mean well. They all meant well. I'll say this much. To begin with, every every revolution f- from the French, you know what I mean? It just depends on how they handle power and politics. Now, Che Guevara is more beloved for uh, than Castro because of the fact that he didn't want that he, he didn't want it he didn't want any power they made him the ministry of, of treasury if i if i uh recall and he was barely even there guy he didn't he didn't like that shit that's another reason why he left so so castro played his part he chose his side uh i'll say this much cuba really suffered under him, that's for damn sure. Cause any type of, I mean, communism looks good on paper, you know what I mean? But with with humans and free will and shit like that, that shit will never work. With with uh, with masses, it just it just won't. People will think that they're underappreciated. People will, think, you know what I mean? It happens in regular offices every day. Like, why does he have that job? <laughs> no, I mean, I, that, that's true. I mean, at, at the point, you look when you look at it from the outside, Costa Rica has basically become what Cuba was before Castro told the United States to move the casinos. And the exactly, exactly. And, and, that, and now the thing that people kind of really lack about it is that, that Cuba's in the top ten in the world in education, especially mm-hmm. doctors. I think it's like the fourth or third most amount of doctors that they, they put out in the world. So reinvesting in education. And the doc- You look at the United States and they, they always talk about, oh, we're going to build the wall to Mexico, but Mexico's not a fucking island like Cuba. You can't destabilize Mexico because they're tied to the rest of the, the goddamn exactly. America. So it's not like what they try to do to Haiti and what they try to do to, to Cuba as to where it's like, we're going to make mm-hmm. a threat to you and then it'll actually destabilize you. Um, and that's obviously kind of what happened there to where people look at it like, oh, well, we don't have what we had anymore. It's funny because specifically with Castro, when you encounter Cubans that are darker skinned, they have no issue with them. When you encounter the lighter skinned ones that are in Miami, they do. Yep. They're the ones, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're 
Oh yeah, I mean, what happened was when, when people go from rich to being told they have to be, um, you know, giving and helping other people. You like everyone else, yeah. What's going on <laughs> in the United States right now? Everybody thinks like, no, I'm working my ass off, and and not realizing what's going on. Um, mm -hmm. Roberto, in your opinion, and we'll get to Renee to answer this question after. What does the United States currently look like from your point of view? Shoot. Uh, like right now or like what I think, what I like, or how I think of the Anytime state. I ever ask anybody the question, before coronavirus, because I don't think anybody <laughs> could have handled that shit. Like Costa Rica is absolutely fucking that shit up, and we'll, we'll get to that down the road. Oh, God. <laughs> you know the I, Minister of Health just got it? After he quit? Yeah, he just got it. <laughs> the motherfucker resigned and then got it? Yeah. That's some bad luck right there. Now, how do I see the states? Shit, man. Like... I, first of all, I don't even know how this guy got into office. I'm still baffled by that. And that's like, that's already from time, man. Like how, I understand like the double-edged sword, but literally like I, the, the shit that comes out of his mouth, and I am not, I am the least woke, least watched news person that you've ever met. Like I swear, I do not pay attention to news. I, like, you know, Costa Ricans watch news like religiously at seven and six. Yeah, I do. I've never, I've never voted. I've never done so. Like just seeing you the stuff that I see from the state. Yeah, that's right. So, so seeing. <laughs> I've never voted either. I've never voted either. <laughs> seeing like from the outside in, it's just always been like, how is it so unorganized? Like, how have they not gotten it yet? Why is like this stuff happening? Why? How? How is it like you? The states still have. And I saw this from a video, actually. I think I put it on my Instagram, and I didn't really think about it. How are they still celebrating guys from the South? They lost that war. Like, they represented racism. But yet, there's still so much monuments, streets, named after these, like, colonels that literally just wanted to keep slaves. And I mean, like, listen, how, put, how let, me, let me put this in perspective for you, right? The, the, the start of the revolution against slavery started in Haiti. They completely fought off three different regimes from invading Haiti, and they still yeah. have European statues everywhere because of fucking religion. So, I don't think they have a black dude statue up, and the Citadel is literally the bastion of fucking freedom in the Americas, but you'll still go and put these people up as, as if, you know, they mean anything to you, and even when, when right? a lot of Haitian guys come here, or Costa Ricans come, like, Costa Ricans are like, oh, I can't wait to go to the United States, and you're like, Costa Rica's fine, like, what do you think is here, right? because they're showing you, uh, Fink said it last episode, just because you're, they're showing you New York on TV, and fucking Miami, and LA, and they're not showing you uh -huh. the, the, the fucking center of Mississippi, center of Mississippi yeah. look the same as the most rundown shit you've seen in Costa Rica. <laughs> Trust me when I tell you, this motherfucker's living out of fucking shacks, doing all that crazy shit that they do. But it's funny because from your outside perspective, I ask you for this because, you know, people are like, oh, all they do in China is eat bats. And I'm like, if somebody showed people from another country 
fear factor. Like, hey, you want to see the United States? Here's fear factor. They're going to go, these motherfuckers are just out here eating bull dicks? Like, that's what they do in the United States? <laughs> and then you, you know, you, you assume that the whole country is doing that. So you can, like, where people are like, oh, there's looting and rioting, you can literally take five clips of uh, some random fires, say that there's looting, and then from the outside perspective on the news, you think the whole fucking country's on fire. Yeah, oh, fire, yeah, exactly. part, The worst part is people talk like, like you, like the people that don't pay attention. All you hear is celebrities saying the world, the the country's in crisis, and then so people just think like it's everywhere. It's not just one little city. No, if there's one riot, it's the whole country that's rioting. Like that's how people will see it as well. Because that's how they hear it. Yeah, that's it. You got to understand that that's possible in in the Costa Ricas. It's possible in countries where people. A lot of people think with the same mind process, but when you're asking the question of how this this dude got in, as far as minorities are, uh, black Americans are 13% of the United States, and, and white people, or in the census, what people call white is 83. It's like, or 80. And then there's like a mixture of, you know, Latino, a mixture of Asian in there as well. But that's the yeah. reason why. And, and it's funny, because I was watching um, a documentary on HBO yesterday... What's it called? Something over Brooklyn. I can't, forgot what it's called. But when you listen to these, there's a lot of, it's in New York, and there's a lot of, like, Italian-Irish complaining because some kid got shot in a racial shoot. They're literally fucking sound exactly like they sound today. And they think it's not racist. It's just, like, the same statements by millions of people. You got nine-year-olds calling people niggers everywhere. It's f- and, and now these motherfuckers are People think this is like the 1600s. Like, this is fucking 1986. These yeah. motherfuckers now are police officers and firefighters and shit because they ain't... And the president. <laughs> but, and the president. But, yeah. Renee, Renee, uh, your outside opinion of what's going on, I know you you obviously been to the states a little bit more to different states, but from what you've seen, what you've experienced, and, and, and kind of how you look at the United States now. Oh, man. I mean, to start that off, uh, even though I was born in El Salvador, I was raised in Canada. So my demeanor and shit is Canadian. You know what I mean? So I've always, and I've been going to the States at least, I think the first time I went to Buffalo for a tournament, I was like 12 or something like that. So I've been going to the States for a long time. But uh, this, it, as a world country, the state, the States is Rome, has been Rome since the 80s. Everyone everyone is pretty much under them. And uh, that's the whole, what you were talking about, the whole point of view of all the Costa Ricans want to go to the States because they just see fucking the Statue of Liberty and the Hollywood sign and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So that's how, that's how Canadians and everyone else was fucking looking at them since, since Reagan, pretty much. Uh, uh, and that that's a different different topic. <laughs> Megan himself, <laughs> that administration. <laughs> but since then, uh, pretty much the states is wrong. You're you're the powerhouse. Everyone looks at you. Blah blah blah. Me myself, going like you said, going to different states and stuff. Honestly, you guys are as diverse as. The laws from state to state. It depends on the state. It depends on where you like. You were saying Boston. I've been to Boston. Oh boy. 
<laughs> I love the taxis. Oh boy. <laughs> so the one thing I will tell you is in the states, I everyone's on edge, man. Everyone's looking over their shoulder. Everyone's looking at everyone else. Especially compared to Canada. Canada, they just everyone's chilling. I mean, we leave our doors open or unlocked for fuck's sakes. Mm-hmm. I never locked my door. Yeah, at least in Canada, I, I never yeah. used to lock my door either. In my in our household, we never used to lock our door. Uh, it was so easy for me to get back in from sneaking out. My parents would fall asleep <laughs> at eight p.m., and I'd come home at fucking four a.m. just open the fucking door. <laughs> no, I mean I, so, I I live in you for a, a long time. Well, maybe like fucking nine years. I lived in the safest city in the United States, so I didn't lock my door either, and, and there wasn't homeless people there. Um, but yeah, I'm sure Oregon, like in Oregon, they don't lock their doors. You know what I mean? <laughs> it depends on where in motherfucking Oregon. Once again, there's bad areas everywhere, and there, I mean, there's there's pockets of poverty <laughs> everywhere. I mean, and mm-hmm. you know, the fucking center of the United States, which nobody ever talks about. There's not really a lot of of, of crime and shit because everybody's white. I put the map up a couple episodes ago so people could see it. Um, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're talking every state there is, is less than 2% of any type of really minorities there. So, I mean, have you, when you did come to the States at that point, and I don't know what what years they were, did you ever experience anything that you kind of thought was racist? Because when people don't, uh, I, th- I think when people start to see what it is, they see it more. And then when people just live like an ignorant life as to what it is, then they don't know that somebody's kind of discriminating against them. Mm-hmm. Now, I gone in two different scenarios and I my, the years I've, I went to the states were like what 1991 until about 2010 2011 maybe around there and uh, I've gone in two different scenarios so when I go with the judo team you know and we're all wearing our our Canada fucking judo jacket and we all go to, even if we're drunk, even if we go to a bar and we get drunk or even if we, whatever, whatever, there's not really too much racism. When I go on my own to vacation and stuff like that, um, um, amongst the people, I didn't really get a lot, but amongst police, I did get a lot of looks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even just I remember one time uh, I went to go visit my uh, my friend Jackie, this girl Jackie, who was on was like fucking, uh, which had a scholarship for softball in at Michigan State. So this is up north. At you know what, what state? Mean? The most the, the Calmer states. This is even the Calmer states. What state you know? is it? What state was it? Michigan State University. Ah, Michigan. Gotcha. Yeah, Michigan State. She had a scholarship for Michigan State. So we were in the car. We were in the car coming coming out of a bar. I stayed at her house for like four or five days or whatever. And we got pulled over. And at first, the cop walked up and saw her and was cool. But when he saw me, hand on, hand on the gun right away, la, 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 and started not really barking orders, but started changed his demeanor like instantly. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. The um so it's 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 crazy because you guys are like just enough apart in years that it's perfect for you guys to have to almost two different perspectives even though your brothers and sound exactly the fucking same. Mm-hmm. 
So <laughs> we're yin and yang. Yeah. Um, yeah, we are. Roberto, what what kind of from an outside perspective, what were you taught about Christopher Columbus? Christopher Columbus. Uh, pretty much found, found North America by accident and that's pretty much all I ever learned from him, man. I never <laughs> we, don't, we don't really learn about like we're I was they were teaching us in history teaches more about like Native Americans than we than they were actual like going into Christopher Columbus and shit like Inuits and and uh um Huron and all those. Like we learned a bunch about them. What's a Native and, American? Columbus, what's, a, what, what's a Native well, American yeah, to you? The five nations, uh the Cherokee uh, the Seminoles, all that stuff, but up up in uh, up in Canada, the Iroquois are uh, are a Canadian yeah. uh, Native American tribe. So what are you guys? What? Are you not Natives? Us? Yeah. Yeah, but from a different America, <laughs> a different part of it. <laughs> I asked this. I, I asked this question a couple episodes ago. Well, what what's the difference between a Native in Texas and a Native in Mexico? Really, nothing. But a native in Texas and a native in, say, northern Ontario is a big difference. Oh, unquestionably. If there was even yeah. natives up there, because, I mean, as far as just your demo, there's a lot. I mean, mostly back in the day, the darker-skinned people stayed by the coast, by the heat. Not moving to yep, fucking exactly. northern Ontario. <laughs> yeah, but that. Nobody want to see no narwhals <laughs> and shit. Oh. Uh, yeah, Christopher Columbus, man, we didn't learn anything. Like, I, my brother over here is the, the history buff, right? So he he's the one who told me more about him, like, the actual ravaging and the raping and all the shit and bringing all the, all the, ger all the germs. All, like, he's the one who explained that to me. But in school, man, we didn't really, I never covered him, man. Tell no, you that, the truth. Well, that, no, that's, I don't want, I, I don't want the perspective of your further learning. I want the perspective of, like, exactly what you're saying, what you were taught that much yeah. because... You know, if you don't further your education and you don't go and listen to your brother, then that's what you fucking believe forever. Christopher yeah. Columbus never came to North America. Never, ever landed mm -hmm. in North America. But that's what they taught you. So that, that yeah. that's what you think that's if you don't further thought. your thought. And that, that that's just a point that I make to people all the time where it's like, if you don't keep thinking, then people are going to fucking think for you. And, and you can't let that happen. But, um... Let's, 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 let's change gears a bit. Have a little bit of fun, you know? Talk some some movies right. and shit because I know mm. you guys have fucking horrible taste in movies. <laughs> yeah, right. Listen, listen, apocalypse. Listen, apocalypse. Listen, 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 listen. So, listen. Just to start, just just to start this off, I'll get my unpopular opinions out the way right at the beginning. Mission Impossible, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Star Trek, Transformers, all fucking suck and are overrated as shit. Yeah, take that, motherfucker. That's the whole trilogy, son. Holy trilogy. Harry Potter sucks, first of all. I haven't read a page yeah, of that Potter's book, good. and I haven't seen one minute of the movie. So I agree with you there. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen one movie for a girl, and it was not worth that. <laughs> it was not worth it. And yeah, fuck that. <laughs> But the movie was not worth it. It wasn't at all. Like the movie, they all suck. But Star Wars, no, you crazy man. There's, there's been two, 
it's a blueprint to so many movies, man. No, like it's just not. how they did it, how it goes through. Yes, it is. All right. So with that being said, what we'll do is we'll, let's let's run down some genres and see what you guys think as far as what is what. Number one, all right. And Ralph is it's not wine; it's whiskey. Um, Come what's on. The, what, what's the best wine? superhero movie ever? Horror. The best superhero movie ever. Oh, for me, it's Endgame. Yeah, that's out, you're out of your mind, Renee. Oh, <laughs> He's like, you suck next. <laughs> no, I want, uh, I want to get y'all opinions. I'll, I'll my... Yeah, go, go, I, go. I'll answer mine after. I like, I, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna be weird about this. I actually like Infinity War more than Endgame. No, Infinity War is twice, twice the movie of, of Endgame. Yeah, um, I actually, I, I'd say Infinity War. I like Infinity War more than Endgame. For me, I, I, I broke down in tears at both, but I like Infinity War better. I didn't break down tears in, in anything. I broke down in tears in fucking <laughs> Black Panther. But the number one superhero movie, in my opinion, is Dark Knight, and it's not even close. <laughs> and I don't even Dark Knight, like Batman. But, but, but with that being said, I feel like I don't know if you guys are Batman people, but every time I see fucking yeah. Batman online, people think this motherfucker could beat anybody. They'd be like, "Oh, Batman can beat Superman." I'm like. How? Like you saw the movie. The motherfucker Superman just stepped in front of his fucking car and crushed okay. his shit in pieces. Okay, look. Yeah, check this. No check. I'm, I'm, I'm not a comic connoisseur, but I know enough that at least I can talk like how you talk about facts. I can talk about comics and movies. So I, I'm, I, feel, I feel secure about this. I'm very secure. That's good. <laughs> now, is Dark, is Dark Knight, is Dark Knight oh. with, uh, with the Joker? Treasure. With yeah, Heath Ledger. With Heath Ledger. That's the second best superhero movie, in my opinion. <laughs> now, this, this is why this is why I have this opinion, though. I agree with both of you. Infinity War is, I like it better than Endgame. But the thing about Infinity War for me is, it's it's our type of movie. It's your Rambo. It's our Commando. It's nonstop in your face, mad action all day, every day. Then you exactly. get to Endgame. For me, like going into there, not knowing anything, this is why it's it. For me, it's more the movie than my opinion because it wrapped everything up in ten years, and in those ten years, because I've been so invested in every single one of those characters, it was just such a roller coaster of emotion for me. Yeah, I cried the whole damn movie, whole damn movie, and I made them cry, <laughs> proud motherfuckers. Proud the whole movie. from when I saw Hawkeye's family disappear. I'm like, ah. man, then I was going fuck? through. Then you see, Did you watch that shit in Spanish or something? I don't open it. So if we're talking Endgame, what the fuck was going on in the first half of the movie? What, where the where was Thor at? Like, what, Thor was with a fucking midget. You were crying during that. Like that made no sense. That's why I don't like Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> If, you, if you're talking about listen, if you watch Ragnarok, you literally watch Odin tell him, "Are you the god of hammers? Or are you the god of lightning?" Exactly. Then he realizes he's the god of lightning. Then spends a whole fucking hour of a movie looking for a fucking axe. Right. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No, the 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 axe is the weapon to beat Thanos. It's the only thing that he can think of 
that he could actually have a chance of winning with. So it's not, not so much that, oh, shit, I need this. It's my power's not strong enough to beat him. I need this this extra boost to actually beat him. Yeah, but, he, but, he, but here's he the thing. Has, that axe, hold on, hold on. That axe gave him the ability to get to Earth because he has no Bifrost. That thing's been destroyed. So without that axe, he doesn't get to that war zone at the end to actually come save the day, but yet lose at the same time. They didn't have to invest so much, though. So, so, so first True. and foremost, because I am a Marvel expert, Captain mm-hmm. Marvel is stronger than Thanos with the fucking gauntlet. So Fuck that yeah. whole movie's yeah, full of shit. Yeah, listen, I think, I, and I, you know why I can chime in on this? <laughs> I literally <laughs> just watched the last battle, like yesterday. I just felt like fucking. The last battle was shit. fucking amazing. The <laughs> so, last battle was epic. That's made, why I was locked in. Amazing. When, when she comes in, when she comes in and grabs his grabs his hand with the gauntlet, and doesn't let him doesn't let him clench the fist. He knows that he's gonna beat her, so he actually, with his other hand, grabs the power stone, puts it in his hand, and punches her to beat her. Mm-hmm. So you're right that she is stronger than than Thanos with the gauntlet, and that's why that's why he did that. It was a little, it was a little, little, little mini fucking scene, and that's why he did that. What happened to Roberto? Costa Rican Wi-Fi? Oh, he's back! No, he's back! No, no, that was that was that was the wife messaging. I tried to put the message up. God and it damn it, wife, <laughs> Mitzi. <laughs> let's let's move on to the next one. Since you y'all want to talk genres and oh, you want to talk about on, inspiration, before, give me give me two seconds before you move this move this forward. Okay, go ahead. Give as long two, as, long as the seconds. wife don't call you again. Now, go going back to your Batman. See, I the thing about Batman for me, first of all, the reason he's one of the baddest guys on the planet and he can beat so many people is because for me, right, is because. He always finds the weakness in the others before they do, or he accepts the things that they won't before they do. Like uh, the last, okay, the animated DC universe. Have you ever seen it? I'm telling you, it is beyond amazing. It is if if they could just put those movies with people and not even change it, it would be up there with Marvel. No bullshit. Their animation is amazing. Bro, like Batman, the, the I don't give a fuck what the animation look like. Batman is fighting like regular niggas. Like the Penguin is just a regular fat dude. <laughs> you just said on the planet. Yeah, fine. Be on the planet. We're talking about fucking MCU. We're talking about fucking Superman. He's not from the planet. Yeah, I know. Now imagine that. And he's also white. Outsmart him because Superman's too all uptight and shit. So he's Fuck just that. as white as Batman, and then I don't think people realize he has laser vision. This is like when somebody said to me, uh, I, and I fucking hate Dragon Ball Z too, so add that to my unpopular opinion. Yeah, I hate that shit too. Yeah, but that shit somebody said to me, Goku would beat uh, anybody in Marvel. I said, Galactus would step on your no. fucking planet while you were eating rice ball soup. You wouldn't even know what happened. <laughs> Yep. They're like, if he goes to Super Saiyan level 5, and I'm like, you won't even know what happened. You'll just be fucking having a regular day, and your planet's obliterated, <laughs> and you're obliterated. By the time you're trying to get mad, he's already at that level. So it, it just doesn't matter. Like, I'm not exactly. getting into this fucking Batman shit, because Batman is just a regular fucking white dude with a lot of money. He's not smarter than Stark. He's not smarter than Spider-Man. He's not smarter than Thanos. No, he's he's a different smart though. Remember, he's not science smart. He's detective smart. 
the fuck does that mean? This is out of their real problems. This motherfucker <laughs> trying to solve the who bought crack on some fucking see. block somewhere. That means he sees shit that they don't see. That's what that means. That's why he outsmarts Joker. That's because they don't see the stuff he sees. No, that's because Joker's a fucking human. Next question. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Best action movie, Mr. fucking Star Wars. Let's see what movies really inspired other movies. Ooh, action. I got Ooh. two for you, so I'm waiting for y'all opinion. So, if we're talking things that change the game, for me... No, your, like your go-to, yo, I gotta watch this action movie. It, it, I have movies that are that, and they, I know they definitively changed the game. Star Wars didn't change shit. No, they made a blueprint. It wasn't, it wasn't changing. The, for me, the one that changed the game was Matrix. But action movie, which one do I... What, what movie can I watch like every fucking day? I would have to say, I don't know, man. Is Predator sci-fi or action? I put it in action. Motherfucker, there's no rules. This is the Imperfect Podcast, so Predator is <laughs> Renee, uh, Renee, what you got? Predator, son. Predator. It's Predator for you, Renee? I can't tell whose voice that was. No, that was my brother. That was my brother. That was Robert. All right, what you got, Renee? I'm going to stick with Arnie, probably Commando. Oh, shit. Listen, <laughs> I can watch Commando a thousand times. Love it. <laughs> but, Love it. but it ain't changed shit. But I for saw, me, my two, and, and Roberto, you, you you hit one of them. One, one was The Matrix, which changed a lot. It changed yeah, a yeah. lot in terms of cinema. It changed a lot in terms of filming and how they filmed movies and action movies. I mean, you saw Max Payne. They got all of that from The Matrix. Yeah, all the way yeah. to the cameras. And the other one for me is, is Terminator 2, which is easy. Terminator 2 fucking for the next 20 years changed the way that people filmed action. You're talking about fucking T-1000 is like ingrained in, in, in action society forever. Yeah. As far as the way he was portrayed yeah, that, and done. Yeah, that actor, like there, there's certain people that me and my brother know assert as only their their character. Like Frank Castle is Frank Castle. Like everyone knows who I'm talking about if I say, yo, you know Frank Castle the Punisher? They're like, yeah, I know that actor. See, that's T-1000 forever. Like, he's always going to be T-1000. So, uh, speaking of The Punisher, I had no issue with The Punisher movie with John Travolta. That movie was dope to me, but but it flopped. Did you like that one? Uh, Christopher Lambert? You can make jokes about the movie while you're watching it. That's when it's kind of going downhill, man. I I could laugh at it. I didn't want to laugh at it. Punisher's bad. Like, the Netflix show, I love that that Yeah, but that was like, that was after people knew that you could go that dark. I mean, in the fucking movie, he took a fucking knife and stabbed a dude right here through his teeth. Yeah, he did it, but like throughout the whole movie, I was sitting there, I'm like, punish that shit. <laughs> oh, my God. See, that's, the, that's the problem with motherfuckers that smoke as much as y'all. Y'all fuck movies up for yourself, and you don't even know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a it's a blessing and a curse because you can fall out of a movie very quickly, or you can invest very quickly. You're you're 100 percent right, but then you're telling me some random C film is like a fucking. A-list celebrities in that motherfucker, and I'm like, what were you watching when you saw this shit? Very. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, we're gonna go all, but pretty much all the genres. So best horror. Yes. Freddy. Okay. Number one. Who said that? Rob. Can't tell. Costa Rican vi- Wi-Fi is killing me. <laughs> that Freddy, was Freddy, really? Yes. You want, for me, it was Freddy because 
it was something that scared everybody when it came out. It wasn't just, oh, there's a guy with a hockey mask. Or, oh, it's just like people were scared to sleep after that movie came out. Yo, people left, when, when Friday the 13th came out, people left the fucking theater. Really? It was like the first thing that was, other than um, the original Evil Dead and Friday the 13th, people walked out the theater because it was so gory at the time that people couldn't handle it. What you got, Renee? Exorcist um, as well. Of course, the you're Exorcist 50, so the Exorcist, well. yes. That would have been my choice, The Exorcist. That scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. And I used to love horror movies when I was a kid. And they would come out every year. Like, I started watching Nightmare on Elm Street since Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Mm-hmm. So I was like seven years old when I watched that, you know what I mean? So I'd wait every year to watch the new one and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the only one that really scared me was Exorcist, man. <laughs> oh, I, uh, yeah, I've seen all... I mean, the, the I can tell you... the. Because obviously, so as far as adults, do you guys not watch horror movies, or are you just not? Now, has... now, no, no, no. That was me. That was me as that. That was my answer for say, for me, the most impactful, the best one, but not as a movie. Movie. The nowadays more modern. I'd have to go with. We always say this. You, you and me, uh, you and I, Raymond. Evil Dead, the the remake. Ooh, yes, sir. Ooh. That's a doozy, oh, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Did you finally watch that it? Is a doozy. Um, and you know what really was crazy for me when I first, first, first saw it? The first Saw movie. Oh, the first Saw movie was... Yo, so oh. crazy, crazy story about the first Saw movie. I yes. had five sneak preview passes. I was working at Puma. Somebody walked in and was like, here, I got passes this. And I was like, the fuck is this bullshit? Saw? Fuck this. And I threw them away. And then when I saw the movie, like, I was like, yo, this movie's fucking... Cr-. Obviously, they got stupid and, and, and just went to gore. But that yeah. movie, that, the first one was it was so well thought out. Oh, the first one was well I was like, written, fuck, man. I should have used yeah. those sneak previews. But the Evil Dead reboot, and I told Melina, yes. I don't know if Melina saw it yet, motherfucker. If you He's, need to comment, say something. Melina, you not, guys uh, watching this. I guarantee Melina has not seen. I, I put twenty thousand colonias. Melina has not seen that movie. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> now this, now this is the thing. Okay. Now for me, there's a difference between gore and horror. Yeah. I sure. I know yeah. you can put them like, together. So, I mean, like you got seven, seven essentially horror, and then there's gore. But for me, it's it's like for instance, The Ring, fucking destroyed my mind. But yes, the ring yes, is almost exactly. 50-50 horror. for people. Like some people were like, didn't bother me at all, and some people were like, yeah, that was fucking crazy. Yo, it got yeah. me. It got <laughs> Yo, me it for got fucking me. weeks. But that's why. But that's why I say Freddy. When I when I saw Jason, I saw like, which one was the first one I saw? It was with you, Nanetto. It was a uh, probably the one seven. Where the guy eats the guy's heart. It was so ridiculous. That, that was, was, Fre- was Freddy like, versus Jason. That was Freddy versus Jason. That was Freddy. <laughs> there you go. No, like, Jason goes to hell. That's what it was. Jason goes to hell. That's the goes to hell. Like that was the first one I saw. You know what I mean? Like I never. I, I when I was when the horrors came out for me, I was already older. Like what got me when I was young was the original It. I watch it now. I laugh. Say, the remake is all right. Hmm? How old are you? I'm 36, man. You're the fucking same age as me. Get the fuck out of here. The the fucking <laughs> It remake is fucking insane. Are you crazy? No, I love all Evil Dead. I love Army of Darkness. I no, go no, no. Than you. First I love all of them. I see. Yeah, no, no, no. The Evil Dead remake. Have you seen that? Uh, yeah, that was a, that was great. Ass. I watched it when it came out, man. I watched all the horrors. But the thing is, is they don't. There, I haven't seen a horror that got me to feel like I did with Freddy Krueger. 
I have not seen one well, yet. You're, you're one compar- yeah, once me. again, you're comparing yourself to, to to when you were a kid and the way that you approached I, it. So that that kind of affects. That's my bar, well. though. But I try I try to just go in and invest. You know what I mean? Like I go in. Like when I watch it, I know like shit's gonna happen. But there's parts where I'm like, yo, I get those goosebumps and it feels good. I the, like yo, it. Yo, the it reboot was fucking great. It was better than the yeah. original to me. But well, obviously, when people it. were kids, when the original, but the it remake, especially the first part, was was fucking crazy. Part. It's the best thing that's come out in 30 years. What, it? No, uh, Evil e- Dead the remake. Oh, yeah, Evil Dead the remake. Dead. So, so the original Evil Dead is a cult classic because, I don't know if you know this, but, like, the dude who made it, Sam Raimi, he also made Drag Me to Hell, which is a, a very good movie. But yeah. the scene where they're going through the woods, like, if you look at the making, it's literally a guy with a fucking camera on his head running through the trees trying yep. to avoid him. They talk, they talk about the story. But the remake had no comedy. That shit was just straight horror from the beginning yeah. man <laughs> no that was crazy man like i but i go as deep as did you watch ash versus evil dead yes i love that show uh, on stars it was a great show ever, i love bruce yeah. campbell he's fucking hilarious yeah i've seen bird it's notice so i watched the whole bird notice oh nice <laughs> i don't think i can go that far but i love bruce campbell though <laughs> um let me pick the genre on this one what is here we go. I'm gonna even. I'm gonna even go into this. What's What's your favorite romantic comedy movie? Okay, motherfucker. What? No, I didn't even have that on the paper. What is romantic comedy? Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, like the same movie a thousand times. I don't. I just, they just do the same shit every single romantic comedy. So I don't. Uh, even, I don't watch that. It's funny shit, guy. All right, go on, move. Just carry on. No, carry it's. On. It, it's it, it, you, you. I get it. It's funny, but they like romantic comedy is the most psychological like studied it's almost like they run market research because it's the same jokes the same comedies the same relationships the same problems i gotta go catch the plane she's about to fly somewhere holy (laughs) shit i gotta stop the plane i gotta stop the taxi i gotta get on the taxi i gotta say i'm sorry (laughs) here's looking at you kid everything from fucking (laughs) casablanca up to fucking 51st (laughs) dates is the same shit So drama. All right, what's next? Drama. Drama will be the next one. Drama. I got mine. Like Jeopardy. Go ahead. Renee. Yeah, right. Go. Green Mile. Oh, that's a good one. Like, man, I like Green Mile. I can't complain about that. I like it a lot. Especially since mine is Shawshank Redemption, which is actually there you go. Green there Mile. you go. That was another one. I but I have two. My, my, it's, it's, it's Shawshank Redemption and it's Malcolm X. Malcolm X is, is my favorite movie ever. I could watch it a million times. Um, and then Denzel's Shaw- the man, first of all. And Let's Shaw- just get that out of the way. What is it? Denzel's the man. Oh yeah. Denzel's the man. Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got that out of the way. And then and then uh fucking. Shawshank Redemption is just a great movie. Like I've, I've encountered mm-hmm. people that haven't seen it, and I'm like, man. And then Green Mile is fucking ex- excellent as well. Um, um, what you got, Roberto? Like uh, Starship Troopers or some shit? It's all, it's up there. <laughs> top three. It's top three. It's all time, baby. <laughs> you know what? I would have to say the one that I've seen recently that always sticks out in my head is uh, Whiplash. What's Whiplash? The drummer movie. The drummer kid. I don't know what that is. What? You've not seen Whiplash? Yo, it has uh, James. It's pretty good. Hold on, let me look this shit. Jay Jonah Jameson's actually like this fucking uh, jazz professor. It's like a prestige school. 
It's with the kid that attempted to play uh, Mr. Fantastic in like the crappiest one. The second, the second coming. The second coming. The fuck is this movie? Yeah, Whiplash. Yo, it's it's amazing, man. I love Ooh, it. I don't it's even know who these, any of these people are. Yeah. Like, who are like one of those Sundance Film Festival J. films, man? Hey, J.K. Simmons. He won the Academy Award for it. That shit don't mean anything to me. That's white people shit. That's yeah. white people shit. Yeah, that's white people. It was a it was a hell of a performance. He deserved it. Put it that way. But it was good. It, that was a pretty good movie. Two thousand. Okay, you said he deserved it. Now I'm gonna see motherfucker. Hold on one second. Now you gotta have me look at the whole goddamn Academy Awards 2014. Yeah, check it out, baby. Nah, man, he was a beast in that movie. It was great. I believe. I love that movie. Uh, man. Fine, I can watch but... it every time it comes on. Best Pictures: Twelve Years a Slave. Uh, and I didn't even watch that fucking movie, so. Neither did I. Neither did I. To tell you the truth, I saw the end. Though. I don't know why. Oh, Birdman. <laughs> I really don't know why, because I, I I go into all that shit because it's history for me, right? So any any type of any type of uh, historical events or at least themes interest me, but I don't know why I never watched that. I have no clue. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck they what did they get nominated for the movie? What's the movie? And then you had American Hustle, Gravity, Ten Years a Slave, Dallas Buyers Club. I think cleaned everything that year. Wolf of Wall Street. I've seen all those. Yeah. No, I think I think J.K. Simmons only won for best supporting or best actor or something like that. That's all he won for. It was for Whiplash though, and I was like, "What?" And he, I was even the same. I'm like, "What's this movie?" And I watched it. Yo, I liked it, man. It's it's good. It's pretty good. It has good. It has some good like music in it too. That's the number one drama of all time, in your opinion. I wouldn't say number one though. Yeah. No, for me though, it's up there. It's mine. No, 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 right for now. we ain't talking about up there. <laughs> for me, you better give me a one or a two. We're talking about the one, Neo. <laughs> the one, Neo. <laughs> right now, that's my one. <laughs> oh my, my god, one. motherfucker! You gotta watch one. Go watch Shawshank Redemption later. You'll take that shit back. I have, right? I've seen that one, and I've seen yours. I've seen them all. No, it's listen, really no, you gotta understand one thing. Like different things hit you at different moments you have different time yeah. like even when somebody's like oh you got to listen to this, this this album like whether it's it's a hip-hop album or whether it's an r&b album or any type of music that i'm listening to at the time i always give it different chances at different points of the day because you never know like sometimes you're just like yo i'm so fucking stressed out that they fuck anything i'm listening to and then you discredit an entire mm-hmm. album like for instance i went back and listened to the lauren hill unplugged album 20 years after it came out it's mm-hmm. top five ever for me because I was able to be at a, a point of maturity where I could take in all the information that was there. So, like, you might have seen something when you were younger that you're like, I don't understand anything that's going on. It's a great movie. And then you go back after you have a little bit of life experiences and kids yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah. that. And you're like, yo, damn, this is way deeper than I thought it was. I, at first, I was just, you know, walking to the store and buying a beer. But now I understand every aspect of what that shit includes. And with that being said, let's move on to the next one, which is comedy, which I don't even know. Fucking, it might be the last movie you saw, Roberto, but you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say. Is it? Yo. Oh, wow. shit, this is gonna be bad, right, boy. Right now, I'm up so, there man. with. 
<laughs> Yo, I, I'm trying to think of it right now, and I've only one name's coming to my coming into my mind, and that's fucking Dumb and Dumber number one, man. I love that movie so much. Okay, that's not that. I bad. die with that movie. It's not every that single bad. Time. It's not like, like you fucking Annie or some shit. What you got, no. Renee? Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck, man. <laughs> Let me think. You had that whole time to think. <laughs> I don't. I'm trying. It's just there's so many good comics. You can, I mean, you can name fucking four. You can name five. There's no fucking rules. Oh, see, all we're right, thinking about the one. Right, what's right, up? All right. <laughs> we're go. thinking of we're thinking of fucking loud. It doesn't matter. Like you could fucking name seven. Just don't name you know fucking whiplash. Whiplash is the shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? You, you know gonna, what? Honestly, give it a chance. Like from, I give your Rambo I'm, a listen, chance. I'm gonna watch that watch shit tomorrow. Yo, unquestionably. Definitely, it's not bad. It's not bad. You'll watch it once. It's good enough to watch once. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than that. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'd probably have to say Friday, dog. Okay, that's not bad. That's yeah. Not bad I mean, Friday. It's it's funny because we were talking about this last last episode. And I think what is known as the the number one comedy in the United States is is Caddyshack, which to me is fucking vastly overrated and terrible. Um, no. Yeah. For me, it's Rush Hour Two. Um, I also what? like Rush Hour Two is the funniest movie for me, like from beginning to end. Uh, I love You're trying Friday to make fun well. of me for Whiplash. Get out of here with your you, Rush Hour Two guy. <laughs> Rush Hour Two, baby. <laughs> Um, Friday After Next is also funnier than Friday to me. Friday is a better movie, but Friday After Next is just straight comedy the whole way. Uh, it, I don't uh, even think it was scripted. Uh, I think Mike Epps just, they were just like, do whatever you want. <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, there's no way. Guys, that original Friday, like, people quote it to this day more than any other Friday for me. I, think. I quote it to this day every day. Every day I have uh, Yo, okay, but once again, coming come to America. Coming to America is. Uh, Apple Express, you know what? I Coming to too. America has aged so well, it doesn't matter that it's 80s comedy. It's still funny as hell. That's true. They're about to make a new one. They're about to make a, a part two. Yeah, um, no, I know, I know. <laughs> is the guy, isn't it, isn't it the guy from, uh, from Blackish? And, uh, isn't it, isn't it's it him a lot. It's Eddie Murphy. They're adding Kevin Hart to the shit. Fucking, I, don't yeah. know, I saw them on Tyler Perry's set, so they're filming the shit right now. So I, I imagine it, it, it's going to be dope. But, um, I mean, coming to America for the culture is just fucking amazing. Um, like I said, my number one yeah. is Rush Hour 2. And if you're doubting that, Roberto, watch that shit again because it is funny for me. I have the whole movie memorized. I, so. I know Rush Hour 2. I've seen it millions of times. We had it, me and my brother, when we had no cable, had it on VHS. We watched it every day. It's not even a top 10 for me. <laughs> I watched it every day. You know what? Now I want, what would you say was your number one again? Dumb and Dumber? Yo, God damn it. Give me three more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Give me three more. Yeah, because Dumb and Dumber is good, and you know it. Uh, Dumb and Dumber is good. Talking... I, lo I love Dumb and Dumber. But love once again, it. Dumb and Dumber was a, a, a movie that entered when I was a kid enough to enjoy that kid-level comedy, that fart That's comedy, true. to where now I might not see as much. It's not, it's, not ed it's not smart enough. Yes! Yes! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. NBA update. Raptors. One. 104, Celtics, 103, Series is 2-1. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> the number two seed won a game, everybody. <laughs> it's all right, man. The Kings on the bar. Everybody can calm down. All right. Uh, okay. another, 
What's another comedy I can watch all the time? Fucking, I would have to. Oh, Snatch. Love Snatch. Snatch that that isn't one's a just fucking comedy. Oh, that's not a comedy though. What? That's another movie I think is overrated as shit. By These the way, these are not comedies. Nah, well, it, I guess it can be seen as another, but for me, it's always been like a comedy first over anything it else. It has comedy in it. This is what happens, comedy. listen, this is what happens when you smoke weed and you go into movies. You just start making shit up. <laughs> so listen, funny story about Snatch, right? I'm downtown. I'm working security downtown in Florida. Some dude walks up. He's like, listen, I got a fucking problem with the guy downstairs, and it's a smaller guy, right? I'm like... Uh, what the fuck is going on? So I come downstairs. I'm like, yo, what's going on? He's like, I got to get upstairs. I'm like, why the fuck you got to get upstairs? He's like, because my boys are upstairs. I'm like, but you're too fucked up to go upstairs. You're not going anywhere. So he gets mad. He's like, yo, I used to be a boxer. And I'm like, dude, whatever. And I, I'm like laughing, like whatever. I just knock him down. So finally, I just get mad. I go, look, motherfucker. I get off at three. I come downstairs and walk across the street. We could fight. I win. I lose. I don't fucking care. But you're not coming up tonight. So he's like, but my boys got cocaine upstairs. And I'm like. Motherfucker, this is Florida. So he, <laughs> he gets in touch with somebody else that works there, and I know the dude that he's talking to. And the dude meets up with him, gives him cocaine, right? Yeah. So when the dude gets up with him to give him the drugs, he goes, you know I know Vinny Jones, or whatever the fuck, the dude from Snatch. Yeah. And he goes, Get the fuck out of here. This motherfucker FaceTimes Vinny Jones at 3 in the morning. So he picks the shit up, FaceTimes him, yeah, Vinny Jones picked up the phone because actually underrated horror just to segue in the middle of this midnight meat train with Vinny Jones. Fucking insane. Uh -huh. It is pretty I, good. I, I saw just saw it tonight though. Yeah, very, very slept on movie. So yeah. Vinny Jones wakes up and he goes, Vinny, what's up? It's me. And he looks at the, looking at the phone and he goes, motherfucker, go to home and go to sleep before you get yourself in trouble. <laughs> so that's my, that's my snatch story. But now, Roberto, pick some real, pick some real comedy movies, please. Not fucking all right, snatch. All right, all right, all right, What's your all next right, comedy? Right. You fucking Hellraiser? <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. First of all, that is a comedy come to fuck. That oh, was horrible. I mean, all of them are. Come fucking Daddy, Halloween's a comedy, come but I Daddy. mean like real comedies. Like, if you go on, <laughs> okay. on IMDb right now, you ain't going to find fucking five snatch. <laughs> like all I remember is my my one Hellraiser story. My brother's like, no, it's actually scary. Man, I laughed that whole goddamn movie. That was horrible. But all right, um, I would have to say it's another one. Oh, see, man, you ain't even got your shit together. Give me no, no, don't worry, don't worry. Give me a second, give me a second. Show it's, me. I'm, I'm like on Jim Carrey. I'm trying to think of like my actors. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to think. Okay, this is my favorite movie of this guy. Like I'm thinking like Seth Rogen. Fucking. Uh, but Dumb and Dumber is your favorite movie from Jim Carrey, not Ace Ventura. No, I like I, they're they're close. They're like one and one a, but I like Dumb and Dumber better. All right, so you just a, see the difference between you and him, Renee. He lives that white life. That white life. <laughs> Let me think. Who we got? Some funny guys here: Amy Schumer, Jim Carrey. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm thinking like Seth Rogen, like fucking uh, James Franco. Again, like, I would have this. Oh, half baked. Half baked, sorry, number one of all time. Half baked, my favorite comedy of all time. You son of a bitch, I'm not even gonna argue with you on that one because I do love me. I have that movie memorized as well. Memorized. Switch memorized. it up on Renee. Best foreign film. Best what? Foreign? Yeah. 
Ooh. Not like an El Salvadorian snuff film. I mean, like, just like <laughs> shit that made <laughs> IMDb. Yeah, I can't talk about those. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's see. Ooh. Probably, I don't know if this is considered foreign, but it had absolutely almost no Americans in it. Uh, Schindler's List. No, that's mm. not fucking foreign. It's Steven Spielberg. Fuck out of here. Roberto, <laughs> okay, what were they things, Roberto? What you got? I already got it. And then the funny thing is my brother's going to hate me for this. City of God, son. No, that's not a bad movie. Oh, God, yes. Sorry. What you got, Sorry. Man? Yeah, it's City of God. Damn, <laughs> Damn sure. Damn sure. You said, you, City of God's a great movie. I mean, Salam Bombay, great movie. La Femme Nikita, great movie. The Originals. Um, for me, it's I Saw the Devil, if you haven't seen it. What was that? I the, Saw the, the Devil. Uh, the Japanese, I saw the Japanese one? It's a, it's a Korean foreign film. Uh, Korean, yeah. And it is. Yo, Raven, that's insane. the one you got me to watch, isn't it? I don't yeah. I never know what, what I, I suggest shit all the time that people say they're going to watch it and they don't. So I don't know if you watched it or if you didn't watch it. I mean, City of God is award-winning, as is um, Slumdog Millionaire. That movie's fucking great. Is, I is like that it. the one? Is that the one where the chick dies in the car? Yes. And uh, the detective comes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah that one's crazy. A madman movie, man. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, that one's crazy. I saw that one too. Roberto, you said yeah. you don't like Slumdog? Nice. No. Not enough white people. Not enough huh? poor people. <laughs> Not enough poor people. They're fucking charging people to shit in some water in that movie. You crazy? Yeah, no, that movie was really dark. I remember that I was in El Salvador when when I when you you put me on that. That movie was crazy. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it, it's it's like what you said. There's a lot of good movies out there, but I just I don't get into them, man. And that was one of them. Like, I know it's a good movie, and I watched it. And I was just like, nah. So, look, then, then, just... exactly what you're saying is that I was watching Joe Rogan's podcast, and he, in one episode, goes, Norbit is good, and Warrior, which is the UFC movie, is bad. And I was like, are you out of your fucking mind? Norbit is right? terrible. Warrior is great. Yeah. So, yes. I'm like, he's literally speaking to the movies that he enjoys because of basically what substance he was on that day. So, it affects <laughs> basically... His, his, you know, experience with the movie. So you have to take into account what is affecting your experience. Like, you're like, yo, I laughed at this shit. Sometimes when I'm high, I don't even watch the movie. I literally think about what's going on when they filmed it. I'm like, damn, how do they keep a straight face during the filming process of this movie? And I start thinking about how they edited it. And, and like, so it's way too far inside of what it is. So I can't even go, oh, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy this final thing because I'm like, oh, yeah, I see how they did that transition there. And then I, like, think about it as to when I'm editing shit that I edit. So it's stuff like that. <laughs> and it can it can fuck it up that much to where you're not even watching a movie. Now you're just analyzing it the whole time. And you're not enjoying see, it. See, this is the thing. This That's me and you. Like, we're, we're completely flipped. Because when I watch things sober, I'm like, hey, where's the camera angle on that? Hey, I saw I saw this editing mistake. Hey, where that guy's not supposed to, like it all goes through my head. When I smoke and I watch, I can literally sh it just shuts off and I just fucking enjoy. No, I you just, just laugh at it laugh. and then you call snatch a comedy. 
It is. Imagine that. Like for me, it is a comedy. Whatever, if it's a comedy action or whatever, for me, the first, it's comedy first. It's just, God, there's too many jokes in there for me to like not think that it's not. Even if I am completely wrong and it's a, a drama comedy or whatever. Oh, you're completely wrong. I'm looking at the hey, comments hey, now. It's, I got, I got a, I got a bunch of people suggesting podcast, comedy. Right? So let's do this. <laughs> For sure. I got a bunch of people suggesting foreign films that I haven't seen, so I got to watch Whiplash. I got to watch... I don't know what Growing Up Smith is, Lorenzo. Mm. Y'all heard of that? Growing Up Smith? Never heard of that. Uh, Let me check that shit out. Yeah. I've never heard of that one. Not at all. Like another... uh, What? I was trying to think of a third comedy that I'm trying to think no, of right a, now. I mean, they've listed a million comedies in the live as well. So, observe and report. Booty call is hilarious. No, that ain't in the, my top 100. I've watched it. But nah. it uh, you got, obviously, Pineapple Express, which I named 40-year-old virgin. I'm going to get you, sucker. I love, love that, that movie. movie. So, uh, I love if, that movie. If y'all haven't seen this movie, and, and anybody in the live hasn't seen this movie, before I'm going to get you, sucker, there's a movie called Hollywood Shuffle. <laughs> Robert Townsend from the Parenthood took his credit card and put the whole shit on his card to make the movie independent. This is this is black power shit. And made the movie with only his friends that he knew. Uh, I mean, fortunately, his friends were people like Keenan Ivory Waynes, Marlon Waynes, Damon Waynes, yeah. fucking Paul Mooney is in the movie. John Witherspoon <laughs> is in the movie. So shit. when Ludacris says, whole cakes, because hoes got to eat too, that came from that movie. That's a quote from that movie. So anybody that hasn't seen Hollywood Shuffle, it's an independent movie by Robert Townsend, who also made Meteor Man. Robert Townsend is Meteor Man. And um, people, it's funny, because Meteor Man gets lost in the fold of a black superhero. I mean, that's one of the first black superhero movies. And he, he put his money in that as well. And that was Eddie Murphy, right? No, no motherfucker, it's Robert Townsend. Hi, Robert ass. Okay. The dude who made Parenthood, the dude who made Hollywood Shuffle. So watch Hollywood Shuffle because it came before I'm Gonna Get You Sucker and basically inspired what I'm Gonna Get You Sucker was, which I watch those two movies all the time. I, I love them both. Um, uh, no, I've never seen the first one, but my brother got me to I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. And I, I was by far, I've never laughed so hard, man. I fucking love that shit. It's get, so good. I'm Gonna Get You Sucker is a great movie. There's no question about that. Oh, um, oh this one's for surfing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> motherfucking paperclip hit me in the eye. I have that movie. I have that movie. My favorite part of that movie, and I always talk about where we are now as far as society, where is where he goes into the black power place, and the go and the dude goes. The brothers walked in with guns and walked out with jobs. Came out with jobs. The brothers were mad. The more the whole movie. And then his brothers were mad. No more. <laughs> He said, uh, what did he say? He said, we was like, um, can I get you anything? <laughs> Bean tea, a soda. Bean tea, bean soda. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it's an acquired taste. <laughs> it's like, it, well, for me, the Keevan Iron movies are great, but I don't, uh, like the first two scary movies, I laugh all the time. Low Down Dirty Shame, you ever seen that? Oh, yes. I love that movie. Jada Pinkett Smith, I know that movie. <laughs> I hate it. I love, I love that fucking movie. Um, so, outside of the movie thing, Renee, Bruce Lee yes, ain't sir. shit. Yo. Why do you think Bruce Lee can beat <laughs> can John Jones in a fight? See, people like you really upset me. <laughs> I can't appreciate. 
the originators and don't think just because they're in black and white they can't rip shit now. <laughs> I'm Bruce, you telling think the truth. Bruce Lee can beat John Jones in a fight? I'm telling you he can, guy. With nobody, everything he knows. Can beat John with Jones everything he knows. I'm saying I'm not saying he's gonna whip his ass and shit <laughs> and not get hit, but I'm telling you, in 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 a street fight, no, he can't. What kind of fight can but he in, beat him? In the ring, in the ring, yes, I think he can, man. In a UFC ring, sure. Bruce Lee can beat John Jones. Sure, yeah. Who, who has Bruce Lee beat? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't public back then. It was exactly. It, I'm, listen, I'm just waiting for this delay to catch up because Ralph's gonna post 700 <laughs> things in this comment. It's fuck. <laughs> there's number one. Bruce Lee would get mollywhopped yeah, by Meg The Stallion. <laughs> I'm gonna have to respond to these comments in the next couple of days. <laughs> there is no Megatron way, The Stallion. He's too fast. He's too fast. He's too fast, and he's too knowledgeable. He's too knowledgeable, that's for sure. So John Jones is one style. John Jones is one style. Yes. Everything that you see in UFC is Bruce Lee style. It's a mixed martial arts. It's everything. Um, yeah, yeah, I know, but he's more proficient at every one. Some somebody said in the comments, David beat Goliath. So Bruce Lee better come with a fucking rock sling and throw it at goddamn John exactly. Jones' face because that's the only way he's gonna win. Thank you. He better come with a gun. Because just <laughs> for, for people for that, that don't know, man. Bruce Lee is smaller than Floyd Mayweather. He's 5'8", 141. Yes. John Jones is 6'4", 205. I'm and beat fucking animal. D.C. Curry like he shouldn't even have been in that motherfucker. Um, he's, he's still slower. Get hit by that elbow, he's still slower. Down, man. Conor McGregor is 5'9", 170. I get it. Y'all think Bruce Lee is, is that guy. Um, what's the number one martial arts movie? Go ahead and say some Bruce Lee bullshit where he picks up two guys from their fucking no, chest. No, and no, 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 no. They were good, but no. Fuck. Um, Return to the 36th Chamber for old school 80s kung fu. Mm. And a little newer, and I'm still more traditional anyways, but uh, Fist of Legend, Jet Li. Those okay, are my two. I've seen that one. What you got, Roberto? I got uh, Five Deadly Venoms, my favorite of all time. That's, that's my number one. Okay. I mean, for me, I kind of grab it. It's, it's weird, because when you watch even that the, the Jet Li movies, I've seen better choreography than Bruce Lee movies in Kill Bill, Volume 1. The last fighting scene. Yeah. The best... The best movie for me is it man volume one the best fighting scene in a movie for me is two one of them is an iron monkey and the other one is in um drunken master the final fighting scene in, in drunken master okay 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 oh, Jack yeah, Chan. that's a good one man but it man complete that scene where he fights fucking five dudes and and i will nine and takes the rice and throws it on the ground and leaves is one of the best things ever because that's a combination of oh yeah also uh fucking the protector <laughs> When the motherfucker Oof. jumps off the wall and backflip and gets it to do by the face. Tony Jaw is, is, is absolutely ridiculous, but the production, oh. the storyline, and the fight scenes, it man to me is is the best combination of all of them. I think it, it, it man is like the apex of, of kung fu movies, honestly. Like you're right. Jet Li 
and we took it a little higher than um, what's his name, the Jackie Chan, and it man took it to the next level from Jet Li. Yeah, I mean, Jackie Chan says that himself. He goes, people got to watch what, what came before us and, and basically improve upon it. It's funny, in the yeah. comments, I, and I was going to get to this, have y'all both seen Blood and Bone? No. Oh, watch that shit tonight, because that's Michael Jai White. No. Michael Jai White is, is, to me, who should be the next Black Panther. He should have been the first Black Panther. I mean, not You're saying... Spawn? Yes. <laughs> you, know, you know he can fight, right? Yeah, I know he can actually fight, but he can't act. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but y'all motherfuckers just talk about snatch, so. <laughs> Look, at I mean, this kung fu flicks, man. You don't need acting. <laughs> Motherfucker, you're talking about Bruce Lee. You're talking about who can act. What the fuck was his lines? Hi, I'm saying, now you I'm gonna kick act. everybody. Hey, no, 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 don't put me in the Bruce Lee category. This is my. That's Renee. Renee's popular opinion is Bruce Lee could be the shit out of John Jones. I stay oh, yeah. silent. Don't put Anyone. me in that group. I, think, I don't know, man. One of those, one of those elbows just right to the face. That, that's gonna knock his ass out. Just man. the fact so that Renee know. said Bruce Lee's gonna take a couple hits. If Bruce Lee takes one hit from John Jones, it's fucking yeah. over. One. Yeah, that's a train. That's a train. You crazy? And that reach and that that guy is like he has like giraffe legs. Imagine Yo, him back been, to the face. You have to understand like, when you, when you talk Bruce about John Jones. Green. He's been taken to the ground those one time. Those are real legs. What'd you yeah, say? Yeah, so don't put yeah, me in that group. Oh, motherfucker, y'all both sound the same, so y'all got to take turns. Who's talking right now? <laughs> say your name. <laughs> Renee, Renee, Renee. <laughs> I said, I was saying he can't go to the ground or he's going to get fucking fucked up. That's for sure. But I think, I mean, with those kicks, man, he's just too crazy, guy. He wouldn't let him in. He wouldn't let him in. It's too fast. Who, Bruce Lee? And he's strong. And he's strong. So what's he going to do? For his he frame, right? Points, Obviously. Like, he's not Mike Tyson strong. So, so that's what I'm saying. But he's strong for his friend. So Bruce Lee is the same. Well, he's smaller than Floyd Mayweather. You think he's faster than Floyd Mayweather? I don't know. That's. I mean, we're talking about very elite athletes now, right? So whether he's not, not faster doesn't mean he's super slow either, but... I think I think Floyd may be a little faster with his punch. I think he may be a little faster because of sports technology and, and calisthenics. Uh, what was the word? Calisthenics, excuse mm -hmm. me. And calisthenics, how it's changed from, let alone the '80s, obviously the '60s, right? I mean, but, I, I, um, I'm talking prime. I, you you have to understand that after the Canelo fight when he was 20 and Floyd was 40, Canelo said that Floyd was so fast that he couldn't even touch him. Yeah. 20 year age gap to me that's fucking absolutely insane like you're talking that's about ridiculous. a 40 year old that you could not touch and he said it and he's a champion now and beat the shit out of everybody after him so mm -hmm. I mean that, that kind of speaks volumes to the athletic ability that we're talking about at the time and, I think he's up there I think he's up there for sure as far as boxing skill there, there's no question about it um, but now we're talking about John Jones who's never fucking lost and to me, disqualified. Yeah, I, just because Bruce Lee drank some Hennessy doesn't mean he's fucking beating everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I seen the meme picture. <laughs> I will say this though: I don't, I don't get. I, I understand it's the story, but if if Bruce Lee, I, I don't know why Tarantino. I'm just kind of flipping it, but I don't know why Tarantino represented Bruce Lee like that in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Did you see that movie? 
I watched it, but that movie was not very good. So I didn't. It wasn't I didn't like it. I don't like it how everyone says they do either, man. Uh, it's not that great, but I don't get why they portrayed him like that. Like he's some like. Well, either way, if it was stuck up or not, but you're telling me like any Joe can just like go up against Bruce Lee, like my dick. I don't yeah, care. Okay. Like, like the character of Brad Pitt, like you could just go up against someone who's more qualified, more qualified than you in every way. Like, come on, man. Nah. I mean, I, from my understanding, there, there, there's two stories. Um, there was a point where Bruce Lee, in, in creating Jeet Kune Do, didn't believe that you should ever kick above your waist ever. And then um, Chuck Norris changed his opinion on that. I've also heard stories about him taking open challenges in the middle of movies. But with that being said, I've heard stories of um, Houdini saying that anybody could punch him in the stomach at any given fucking time. And that's how he ended up dying because somebody hit him so hard that yeah. he ended up getting an ulcer and died from it. So, I mean, when you mix these myths and you create these videos like Bruce Lee's playing, you know, ping pong with nunchucks, which is just not true, but people believe it. Now, Bruce Lee's film was sped up. The only time they slowed it down when he is when he used nunchucks, which if he has nunchucks, yeah, I believe it. He's going to fuck some people up. But if you both have hands, yeah. John Jones is going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more on John Jones' side, but I'm, I'm just saying. Fuck both of you. So, we got two more questions left in the night. First one being... What the hell is going on in Costa Rica? And what are y'all doing? Economy-wise, financially, from what I see online, like I'm looking at the police just randomly starting to give people random tickets to try to make the country money and, and showing up to people's properties and telling them they own taxes even though they haven't paid them in 10 fucking years to try to kind of do a money grab. And then um, it's almost like America because of, of what the media is saying. It's like 50-50. People are like, no, but then obviously people are fucking dying from poverty. So so what's your take on it? Um, and uh, what do you think should happen at this point? As a, as you start this one, boy. <laughs> I mean, Costa Rica right now, uh, economy-wise, is dropping definitely. Um, I think the unemployment um, right now is at 60% or something like that. Something like that, yeah, something like that. Max. And um, that's just, it, it's looking, I was, I was actually talking about this, this topic like five, six, seven times this week. Uh, and it's looking more like just the Americanized uh, franchises that have come down. They're the ones that are primarily going to fucking, uh, what's it called, survive. They're the ones that are primarily going to make money. And what's, what it's looking like is some of this middle class that makes Costa Rica so great in Central America is going to get smaller. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely going to change the dynamics of this country, man. I mean, yeah, I'm go I mean... You know, going into basically the the the, the 10th year that I, I've been going there, and you look from a, a level of growth from the first year where I'm like, you know, I got to get a separate cell phone and I got to do this, to now it's like, I don't, I'm just bring my T-Mobile phone and I have fucking 4G LTE when I hit the ground and the development's there, and there's a fucking mm -hmm. Maserati dealership there. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like mismanagement behind that can can set the country back another another fucking five years. 
Because when you're looking at a country that essentially runs 11 months out of the year on green electricity, when the United States can't even run, you know, a day like that, yeah. that if they start taking, if, if people start, you know, saying, oh, we're going <laughs> to die from Corona as opposed to die from not being able to fucking actually eat, it, it becomes an issue. Um, what are you seeing, Roberto, as far as your take? Well, I can really only comment on what I've seen so far, and especially since my wife went through five months without having a job, now that sports are coming back, we got her into an office, and hearing how her office is treating the workers and stuff, and what I've seen is just going back to the mom-and-pop places, Those are, they're, they're done. They're all, they're all closing. Everything. You see uh, Aquiler signs everywhere now, and like in the mini malls and shit. Like before, they were all packed. Now all you see is first uh, for rent, 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 rent. Uh, all right, so hold on, because let me stop you right there. Because for some reason, you think that motherfuckers that listen to my shit speak Spanish, and <laughs> you're gonna need to explain where your wife works at and what she does. Okay, you're gonna need to explain right, what right, that right, word right, means. Bad, bad. <laughs> bad, 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 bad. Okay, so uh, we we work in the uh, sports book industry here. So really, our jobs re rely on sports. It's when sports are happening, when there's nothing going on, and there was only table tennis and darts <laughs> and fucking cockroach races, and those are the only thing people could bet on. Every single office like closed up. So that's a lot of jobs one time, and they would just literally just say, "Okay, go home, and we'll call you when we can." Like that's it. Certain a lot of places. Like mine, when they did it, they they respected everything. They did everything properly, which was great. Uh, there's other places that just said, "All right, peace. That's it. We're done. We're closing. We're we're out of there." So now that she's back in an office, there every office is understaffed, but they don't want to they like they don't want anyone to work from home, so they can't hire anybody. So just like everything is just going to shit man it's not looking pretty right now like what you're saying there's a lot of the middle class that's going to disappear that are just going to go straight to like poor like El Salvador only has two it's poor or rich here there's that middle but it's it's slowly dying man it's it's going down and so from what from what I've understood at the beginning when they told people to go home the government told people that they were going to pay them 60,000 colones per month and then they couldn't make it past the first Yo. month as far as paying the people. Well, what, what, what happened What happened was uh, they were, I think, second, maybe the third country in, in uh, Central America to start giving out these, to, to say that they were going to start giving out money. Um, then it turned, then I believe, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it turned into people that make under the X amount a month get money and then it turned to people that make under X amount of, of, of money a month get food and, and then it turned started, to we ain't got that they, shit no, 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 no. <laughs> to their credit <laughs> to their credit they started giving out the food for about a month and a half and you know how funny is this so that's about it me having Gabriel, who's a special child, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, he has his therapies. He has his shit. Like, we have our budget of what he was. 
So the government, and this is the funny thing, I haven't even heard any of that because the government supposedly was like, okay, we'll help you with this, we'll help you if they reduce your hours, they'll help you if you got fired because of coronavirus. The government did nothing, nothing. Like what it said it was going to help Mitzi, what, 100 bucks once? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that, that, the last that, five that, months? That's 60,000 colony. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, You're talking about the first the half of the month and then months? after that. Like five, like five months? Get the fuck out of here, man. Yo. And then, like, the banks, they were all right, but they didn't exactly do anything to help because all they said was, all right, don't pay for four months, but then we're going to tax the shit out of you. It's like, oh, great. So now I'm still going to have to pay you double, even though you're saying that you're helping me. Like, no, well, yeah, what's that? I think but, Scotia said they're basically going to close in Costa Rica. What? So what do you think yeah, that they should they do? They closed in El Salvador. What do you think they should do as far? What do you think Costa Rica should do as far as now? Hmm. It's not. They don't have the resources that Canada had, but Canada was trying to keep everyone home and actually giving them a monthly pay that they could live off of. Like every two weeks, like the they would have. Motherfucker, we talking about Costa Rica for a while. <laughs> what's the What's the population in El Salvador? Ooh, I don't know. The population in El Salvador? I'm gonna look it up right I'm not now. Sure. About eight million, I believe. Eight point six, some somewhere around there. Look it up. Six point four, and what's Costa Rica like, like five or something like that? Yeah, five, I believe. 4.9, yeah. Like, there's there's a lot of my friends that lost jobs because of coronavirus up there, but they're not dying. It's not They're not exactly spending a shitload of money, you know what I mean? But they're getting taken care of. I, I Mitzi's friends, Mitzi's sister, who lives more in in the, the projects area, I'll say it nicely, of Costa Rica and stuff, who is supposedly going to get help they didn't get shit either man they just say that's why i said they're like they're, they're the swedes man they're swiss they're just they're saying they're helping they're saying they're doing this nothing's happening nothing the swedes though are actually doing that. or the swiss the swiss, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the swiss. Yeah, in, in, in sweden they're actually fully open they actually didn't fucking close and they're they're, they're back open fully they had a lot of death for a while but now i mean you're, when you're talking about Sweden, compare that more to what I, you what you had in Canada, I, not what you're looking at in Costa Rica. Yes, but See, I meant to say that exactly. more, and not like the people or the country, but more in the sense of they just act like nothing's going, like nothing's wrong is happening here. Yeah, like, like they have it the, under the control. The dog on fire meme, everything's fine. Ex what were you going to exactly. say, Renee? <laughs> Costa Rica right now is in a double-edged sword situation, and either way, it's going to get fucking cut, man. Before, without the vaccine, realistically, it would be irresponsible to open everything to help out the economy. You know what I mean? Because not everyone is going to be as hygienic or whatever or take the, the, the necessary precautions to not spread it around. And if they keep everything closed, like I told you, that middle class is going to get affected. And realistically, they're going to lose out on a lot, man. But you're and what's going to really you're... have to happen... What's going to really have to happen is the people that have money are going to ha are going to well, it'll never happen. But the people that have money would need to reinvest in the commercial fucking industry to get this back up. But if, or the banks would need to fucking invest in in terms of loans to get that back up. 
Oh, yeah. What it's going to turn into, obviously, is what it always turns into, is asking China for money. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, you keep saying the middle class, forgetting about the lower than middle class that can't even eat. And they I think right now. Exactly. At, at the end of the day, if you're not making money, you're not really going to be scared of coronavirus when you're going to die from starvation. <laughs> yeah. Isn't yeah. it true that more people have died from starvation than coronavirus right now? Like In the history of the world, the yes. In the United States, the world, yeah. heart disease is the number one killer of men. Um, but because of the way that the numbers are being processed now, it's, it's very hard to look into it. Um, it. With Costa Rica in general, and, and this will kind of lead us to, to our last question of the night, it, it's funny because at the beginning of the shit, everybody's like, oh, we only have seven cases. We're going to close our doors, blah, blah, blah. And then we'll just blame it on the Nicaraguans. But in actuality, yeah. it's some shit that, you know, anybody... I, I was like, what do you mean you have 16 cases? It's fucking... There was like 700 Chinese people in line when I was there for immigration. So I know if this really does have anything to do with China, like you guys have it, you're just not testing for it. And then obviously yeah. when they tested, they started to freak out more, even though you guys have like probably top five lowest death rate in the fucking world. Yeah. They're still freaking yeah. out. But as we look at it, it's more at risk, you know, vitamin D deficient people that end up dying from this thing. So because you have coronavirus does not mean you're fucking dead even though people are still treating it like a death sentence because of the way the world treated it and um it's funny because specifically with this i remember when when dr came out and everybody was like oh dominican republic's liquor is killing people left and right and people in costa rica because i have like 300 you know friends from costa rica on my facebook yeah. like, oh dr's crazy and i said look at the numbers it's fucking 15 people uh, and, and, and they average 15 people a year when it comes to that type of shit and um, they have 10 million people in DR and Costa Rica has you know we just looked at it 4.9 4. 4. 4. 4. 4. and then you know fast forward a couple months oh shit 21 people died of liquor in Costa Rica yeah one lady came up to me one time and she said I had a necklace on that I got from Columbia she was like that's a nice necklace what Where'd you get that? And I was like, Columbia. And she was like, Yeah, you can't get anything like that in 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 America. Oh my God! It, it happened this fast. She goes, Oh yeah, you can't get anything like that in America. Oh my God! Did you hear about the lady in Costa Rica? And I was like, Who? The lady like in that died in the Airbnb? She was like, Yes. I was like, Yeah, I heard about it. But I live in Florida, where a lady two streets away from me buried a fucking alive kid behind a goddamn rec center. So the logic behind kind of what we see on the media and everything um, has a very big effect on some on people and it's almost like now you have a lot of like white moderates here that go oh I can't travel because you'll die but then they'll go oh coronavirus is fake I don't think coronavirus is fake it, it's killed you know hundreds of thousands of fucking people that's a lot more than 15 so if you're scared to go to DR because 15 people die, but you're not scared of coronavirus, that doesn't make much fucking sense. Me, I'm not scared no. of either, so that's that's not a problem for me. But after coronavirus started, is that liquor shit even a thing there, or was it ever a thing no. there? I've heard nothing. <laughs> I mean, I went. I, I, me and my brother were in Toronto for the SARS uh, epidemic, and I even those numbers are. But, I mean, not laughable, right? But even those numbers are very, very low. And SARS, I believe, still has killed more people than this virus has. 
Yo, I was in, um, I was working at one of the top five hospitals in the world when H1N1 happened, and I didn't even know that those numbers were that high. <laughs> yeah. So, like, we're at a point where we're, we're creating an issue that I don't think people realize the emotional and psychological toll that this is going to take on, on, on people for, you know, years to come to where you think forever you're going to have to wear a mask to where you think, you know, we already had a problem with communication and now you just got a mask and people don't want to talk to each other because you think you're going to be caught, coughed on it. And, and Roberto said at the beginning as to where Costa Ricans aren't really as friendly as, you know, they're, they're seen, you know, in the, in the articles and shit like that. So now when you add a, a, a fucking virus to it, how friendly you think they're going to be after that? They really ain't going to say hi to you. That, that nine is going to turn to zero. Yeah. And co- listen, Costa Rica, Costa Rica, I'll give them this much, is a very, 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 very hygienic uh, community. Yes. Very hygienic country. They don't litter, you know what I mean? They've always washed their hands type of shit. So you you, you put that in with paranoia, <laughs> you can just imagine how fast that'll escalate. The how, how quickly shit, the little shit is going to change. Like right now in um, in McDonald's, they have like a, a plastic shield in front of you, in front of you and the teller. And I guarantee just because the vaccine is there, that's not going to leave for the next five, ten years, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that. you're right. It's going to get to a point where people, because nobody really knows how to handle this. Nobody's going to know when to stop. Yeah. Nobody's going to know when to take the mask off. Nobody's going to know when to take the shield off. Nobody. Nobody's going to know when to do all it's that shit. It's not something that's tangible. We can't see it. We can't smell it. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. When do you know when it's safe at the end of the day? As soon as somebody told me that they had 600 cases in Hong Kong, I knew this fucking shit was... The, the way that they portrayed the numbers were fake. I said, are you going to tell yeah. me this shit started in China, but the number one population place on the world has 600 cases? Exactly. Everything's fake. Everything's being yeah, reported right. as fake. I don't, I don't fucking care. You can say whatever you want pre-existing conditions heart heart disease kills more people than anything in the United States if you die from heart disease and coronavirus they mark that shit as coronavirus that makes no fucking sense yeah yeah obviously oh, wow. Costa Rica is being marked ridiculous. Co- the correct way and they're just panicking about it even though in actuality I, I don't even know what their deaths are now let me look at it because mm-hmm. last time oh, yeah, I- and it's even going it's even going the other way where they they are trying Nicaragua, for example, at the beginning, Nicaragua was saying never that they closed. had like seventeen hundred cases of pneumonia and only two cases of coronavirus. <laughs> and mind you, yo, Nicaragua, Nicaragua never closed. They never changed anything. Yeah, they didn't but change because shit. they exactly. didn't, people started to demonize them and go, "Oh, they're building a fucking a burial plot out in the desert somewhere to bury their people to make sure nothing." T- Nicaragua doesn't do major tourism anyway. They don't have the chance. They they, they don't really care about faking this shit for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fine. Yeah. I'm trying to look for Costa Rica on this fucking list because it's so fucking low down. So f- 460 deaths out of 4.9 million people. Yeah. Out of 4.9 million people. I think more people died from uh, drug addiction Oh yeah, that's just an estimate. Oh, estimate. Yeah. I think more people died from poverty. I think more people died from violence. So at this point, it's like you're going to decimate all the growth from your last five years of economy because you've 
instilled this amount of fear that, you know, everybody believed in. And, and now it's just like, you know, marijuana. How the fuck are you going to back off from this fear that you instilled over the, over this period of time? And obviously it's not just Costa Rica. It's fucking here too. It's it's out of control. You know what I love? You know what I love about potheads though? Just because just you talk about marijuana and we're talking about this coronavirus. Guy in Canada, my, my friend's been talking to me. There's He's like, yo, there's all these articles that like if you have coronavirus... And you smoke, it keeps it at bay. Or if you smoke, it actually gets you more immune to it. Or if you smoke, I'm like, man, we're just looking for excuses to smoke right now. Like, it doesn't sound <laughs> no, like- I mean, no, I mean, right <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, I manage a dispensary, so I know a lot about um, marijuana. And obviously, my wife just wrote a medical marijuana intro book for kids yeah. that kind of reverses the stigma in that. Most of the biggest cannabinoids in marijuana that people know about are CBD and THC. Mm-hmm. Because the United States put it on a list where it can't be studied properly, there's hundreds of other cannabinoids in the plant that they haven't studied yet that certainly could do that. And we just don't know. Um, so, I mean, obviously, at this point, nothing's proven. But it's funny True. to say, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'll be fine. Because my name's Renee and I'm fucking smashed with weed at Ray's Barbecue. <laughs> I showed it to my wife. She's like, you're going to get coronavirus. I'm like, no, I'm not. Look at this. If I keep smoking, <laughs> I get immune. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, me. me. at, at the point that we're at now, like I said, man, um, we have to move Tropic Bowl to November 14th, 14th in Costa Rica. Everything Beautiful. Seems to, everything seems to be on track now. You know, everything. Uh, as, as of September 15th, it looks like it's opening back up for like 13 states, Florida not being one of them um, yet, obviously, because we've been fucking demonized to the earth, even though life has literally <laughs> been normal, like since the beginning to now. Uh, like, Ever since Florida, man. It'd be one thing if I said some shit and I didn't back it up. My daughter's in school. She goes there. Like, we live life accordingly. We don't, you know, play this game. What, what, there's a reason my name is my name on Facebook. There's a reason it, my, my statuses are my statuses on Facebook. And that's because I want you to know where the successes and the motivation came from. And I want you to know where the failures came from. Because we're not perfect. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I don't want you to think I'm perfect. I want you to, to like like the intro to my, my podcast goes, I want you to succeed with me. I want you to fail with me. And I can be honest because I don't, I'm not worried about any of that shit. And I want to make sure that we grow to that point. And if I'm telling you coronavirus is bullshit at this point, I'm living like it's bullshit. I'm not right? saying I can't get it. I'm just saying I don't give a fuck if I do. That's it. So before we close the night, if y'all got any questions for me, let me know. Because I can give you some unpop- unpopular opinions. <laughs> All right. Hey, so Tropic Bowl is coming in September. Who's who's going to be uh, taking care of the Costa Rica team? It's always Charlie that takes care of the Costa Rica team as far as now. Okay. Perfect. I mean, if you want to be part of it, you can. But the problem is, is that no, there's nobody as far as there that has been more consistent than him and then after that comes Char- yeah. uh, Paulo and then after that comes Lenny they both are there all the time they both put in crazy things crazy time all the time as far as what goes on in Costa Rica in the offseason people get mad about stuff when it comes to semi-pro f- pro football and shit like that that we see all the time 
here. But they think it's something new <laughs> oh, there. Like, people are like, oh, they're going to tax us for watching Netflix. Yeah, because they don't really have taxes on a lot of shit other than imports. Here, they fucking tax everything. But it's just ingrained in our minds so people don't get blamed. Like, if people, if the airports took a baggage fee and just put it in the, in the fucking price of the ticket... Nobody would ever complain again. No one would give a shit, right? Because they can see it separate. They want to complain about some shit. And that's all that shit is. It's like, oh, okay, I see that you put my $35 baggage fee here. If that shit was in your ticket, you'd be like, damn, this ticket's $500? right, I'm doing it. You wouldn't even give a fuck. I don't even know why they did that. It just makes no marketing. It it makes no sense marketing-wise. Who asked me the question? Roberto, Renee, you got a question, and then we out of here. Uh... No, man, I'm pretty good, guy. Uh, great experience. Glad, <laughs> glad you brought me on and shit. And I'll see you in November. I'm on I'm on the team this year for sure, though. I'll tell you that. Mm, once again, I swear both, to God. both you and Roberto. Roberto's been spotty in his, in his attendance, and your ass, you already know. So if you're there, sure, you're there. If you're not, you're not. But <laughs> I'm there, I'm there. I swear to God, I'm good. I'm back on top. All right. <laughs> All well, right, fellas, thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you for giving me a different perspective. Um, like I said, um, for everybody, over the next, you know, two weeks after this, we'll be kind of exploring different perspectives from different countries and kind of getting an idea of what people think we look like and getting a better idea of what it looks like to be somewhere else than, you know, what the media tells you on a regular basis so that we can really get some unity across the world and not just, you know, this this fake United States unity that everybody's pushing. Um, yes. As you see the shirt, subscribe, motherfucker. Subscribe on the YouTube channel. RDM. I currently am on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, and Spotify, Imperfect Podcast, Facebook, Imperfect Audio, YouTube, Imperfect Audio. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Have a great night, and thank you guys for joining me. Thank you, my man. Thank you. Thanks, yo. Appreciate, Appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Take care.